Hello. These are articles from the religion section on the Rallying World Anvil page. Um, I decided to do them as just one thing together. They're rather short articles, so I figured I'd knock this out in one session. First, let's start with the virtues. Many texts have been written throughout Aresh on the virtues. These attributes that the Yamatik embodies and that make up the power of good. The virtues are justice, wisdom, moderation, courage, charity, patience, and love. As ripples in the water, these virtues also branch out to others, but these are the cardinal. Justice can be summed up in doing what is right. It is exemplified in the way one treats others, obligations, and oneself. It is the expectation to treat others as one would like to be treated, with fairness without partiality. It is truth couched in love. Wisdom is the knowledge on how to use the virtues so that they are beneficial and not misused, to understand the parts and thus understand the whole. Where the other virtues might be misused, wisdom cautions. It is the checks and balances which keeps goodness filled with good. Moderation speaks to extremes as well as to overindulgence. Excess can lead to vice and callousness to others' needs. It is enough to take what one needs and leave the rest to the needs of others. Courage is the strength to act to be just and lacking fear that would lead to selfishness, and wielding the strength to carry out the virtues when the time is needed. Charity is giving of oneself and is exemplified in acts of kindness. Withholding is easy to justify, but to do so is to cause harm to those who would benefit. Giving to the poor and providing to the needy are examples of charity. Patience is self-control. It prevents acting without heeding consequences or where consequences can cause harm. It is not the failure to act, but the, but the taking of time to act with wisdom. Love is the greatest virtue. Every other virtue can be found in love and can be summed up as love. It is the feeling of connectedness to a spouse, a friend, a child. It is the motive for hope and trust. It is a realization of peace, joy, and gentleness. To have love is to empathize with the plight of others. With wisdom, love is the greatest good. Without wisdom, it can fell kingdoms and bring the blackest death. True love endures and always seeks the other virtues and exemplifies them. These virtues are extolled in the power of good. Practicing, practicing them brings their own reward. It is the proper way that life is to be lived and how to overcome the influence of evil. The Penitent Path While things are not always clear-cut, there is a path to redemption for most beings. Empathy, remorse, restitution, and possibly payment of penalty of law is the penitent path and is the path to redemption for those who are not virtuous. Taking the penitent path is often facilitated by clerics and some paladins, but this is not always necessary unless the deeds committed are especially grave or illegal. Individuals are encouraged to make confession and restitution themselves to the wronged individuals and or parties. There is also a penitent theology, and this is more heady stuff that is talked about by different temples and such. 
Um, it is a teaching and diff and it is a teaching and differs from the above practice. In this teaching, immoral beings can take the penitent path not only in life but also in death. In death, excuse me. If in life, which often goes better for them, the immoral may become virtuous and then join the others with the Valen in Kiran. If they seek the penitent path after death, they go to Hades, where they must purge their immorality by following the penitent path under the supervision of divine beings. And once done, they are allowed then to become virtuous. Evil beings are punished under the supervision of divine beings and may seek the penitent path once punishment is completed. Otherwise, they are destroyed. Immoral beings who choose not to take the penitent path join the evil and destruction. Law versus chaos has no bearing in the afterlife. Again, this is a penitent theology which is out there and might be whispered on in some some uh, religious um, some temples preach so you may encounter it. And the final article is deity worship. Now, this is my attempt to kind of explain some of the stuff on deity worship. We can talk about it more in depth in person if there's any questions. Okay, deity worship. The gods and demigods were appointed by the Amanim to oversee the seasons, elements, bodies of water, the plants, the animals, crafts, and music, among other things. They are stewards to keep the order of things. These deities are immortal, neither growing old nor suffering death. However, they can still be killed. They all speak celestial as a native tongue, but can also speak any language they need to. They encourage the practice of the virtues and reaffirm the order that comes from them. These these deities are not like Greek and Roman gods, who can be capricious, haughty, and vain. They are instead more like Norse gods, or, more accurately, Tolkien gods. The gods of Aresh do not really involve themselves in the lives of humanoids. They will grant favor when asked, but otherwise are really hands-off, seeking to devote themselves to their charges instead. Deity worship has resulted from humanoids seeking favor from the gods. As long as the humanoids follow the virtues, the gods will help them when they can. An example, in the Greek world, humans would offer sacrifice to Poseidon to ease his anger and allow them to have a safe passage. In Aresh, fishermen may ask for favor from Liamne to seek favorable winds and then offer sacrifice in his temple as a thank you. Deity worship is very much based on being granted favor not appeasement. Temples and religious orders have been erected to thank and praise the gods, but they all have the virtues in common. So all of these temples, um, they, they, they put forward the virtues. Okay. Favor is granted to those who hold to the virtues. Patronage that a certain God, a certain God holds is really focused on the humanoids and not the God themselves. Onar is the god of dreams, but also of tricks and mischief. But he should not be seen as a Loki. He is the patron of thieves because thieves look to him. He taught them their secret language, thieves can't, and encouraged the foundation of their guild to regulate and control the thieves from becoming mere cutthroats. It should be noted that while favor was granted by the gods, it it would stop short of directly intervening in the lives of humanoids. So curses could not be called down upon another, nor could anything be given that would contradict the virtues. The, the order of things have always been that the gods grant favor in the spirit of the virtues. However, this started to change with the darkening of the toiko. Slowly, over the course of a hundred years, certain gods had begun to not grant favor so freely. 
These temples began to be less frequented by humanoids, and some not being visited at all. In the course of the Ragnarok campaign, the gods have created factions and have openly gone to war. This has sent incredible shockwaves into a system that has never known its gods to behave in this way. It is completely new and has caused many humanoids great stress and despair, hence despair points. Within this system, the Moloch have been the police force to keep the gods in line, judging those who have forsaken the virtues. Since the darkening of the Toiko, they have not been seen. This also leaves many to wonder about divine justice. What's going on here? Why are not the gods who are doing evil being punished by the higher powers? Some have turned to the forces of chaos even to protect them. The time of uncertainty is here. The time of endings. The time of Ragnarok. I hope you've enjoyed these articles, and I hope it sheds light more on the world of Arash as we're playing in it. And as always, these are merely tools to help you understand the world a little better, to be able to, um, if you've been given a task in creating um, um, a cult or something like that, um, that it gives you a little more enlightenment and freedom to be able to do so. Thank you.